period. Okay. The waiter just took my table and gave it to Jessica Sims. I guess I'll go sit with the drum boy. At least I know how to hit. Hey. What if this song's on the radio? Then somebody's gonna die. Hey. I'm gonna get in trouble. My ex will start a fight. Na 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 na. I'm gonna start a fight. Period. We're gonna start a fight. So what? Hey. I am the rock star. Okay. I got my rock moves. Mm. Okay. Period. What? Okay. Period. Guess what? I'm gonna show you tonight. What? I'm alright. Uh, I'm just fine. Ooh, and you're a tool. Why do white people say that? Tool. You know that's the that's their word for fuckboy. What's tool mean? Fuckboy. It means fuckboy. But what? What like? Like you a tool? Like you a user? Like you you you're useless too at the same time? You know when they used to have like those um like an instrument you know those of use. Errors? You know they used to have all those reality shows and yes. stuff. I think they had one that was like like oh, rock of tool. love. Exactly, and uh-huh. that was their word. Like you're oh, tool. you're a tool. You're a tool. Yeah, it's like fuck boy. No, but I was wondering like why tool? Why like, tool? I know. Right? Like, I can't remember when you said you. Yeah. yeah, I mean. That's what they do yeah, now. Yeah, I get it now. Either you hammering bitches like boom, boom, okay. boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? You right. screwing bitches. Listen. Nah, you 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 really got <laughs> something there. We played right. this, yeah. You screwing, you hammering. Exactly. One more, one more. <laughs> one more. You wrenching, You're wrenching. bitches. <laughs> you hurting my You feelings. drilling, bitch. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you drilling, you drilling. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, that was so what by Pink because you know last week you mentioned that we're gonna go into our white back, you know, white music because it's been a while. It's been a while since I've listened to her. Like she used to be during her R and B, you know, moment. Even like when she went to like a punk rock moment, yeah. I was I love me some. Punk. I love me some Alicia Moore. That sure is her real name. See, yeah. that's why they forced to do R and B because they're like, her name is Alicia. You know, I know all the stars' real name because oh, me. You do? I used to watch E. I grew that, up that, on that, e. that was the, that was the channel G. Don't let me see your fifty most iconic pop moments. Yeah. Don't let me watch the list show. They need e. to bring those. Do you know what show I used to watch on VH1 all the time? What? The Sweet Life. Like, remember, it used to be this posh guy speaking like the Sweet Life of Kim and Kanye. Yeah. Remember, they had different types. Yeah. They'd be like in the his ostentatious life. lifestyle. <laughs> G. <laughs> I see it. I used to be on YouTube. I used to be on YouTube. Oh, man. Me and my brother used to laugh about that. We used to do my my stupendous sweets or sweets. Okay. Nah. We used to crack up. Ah, but hello, 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 guys. How y'all doing today? Oh, I'm Damiel. And I am Erica Mona. And this is Cross Culture. Back again with another episode. Guys. I was going to say back again like I usually do. Oh, come on, come on. But I can't say that without saying happy birthday to the queen. Oh, I'm like, damn, whose happy birthday belated, party did I miss? Oh, happy Nick, belated Nick to the queen, Onika, Tanya, okay. Mirage, Petty. Known <laughs> to you all. Is so petty. Oy. I mean, it is petty. Yeah. My husband is petty, actually. Literally and, li- mm. literally and figuratively. Petty. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to the queen. It's the last year of her 30s. And I just want... 39? 39. Wow. I was going to say, you look fabulous, Nicki Minaj. We love you, Nicki Minaj. The Nicki hate train has come to a full stop, Nicki. Finally, right? And I feel like it has. It has, because everybody want to give Nicki her flowers, which she been deserved, but... I just want to say that as a barb, and I would be remiss as a barb not to use the platform I had. Tonight. As a barb, do the... I'm... Um, no, the... Oh. 
Harajuku Barbie. Nikki, oh, it's Nicki Minaj, Nikki the Ninja, Nikki the Harajuku Barbie. I mean, I don't even know why you guys bother at this point. It's oh, her, okay. Nikki. Hey, I win. Hey, you lose. Hey. <laughs> oh, with the laugh too. Okay, good job. <laughs> I like that. Okay, period. So, how was your week? This week was stressful. It was stressful. Really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, girl, it's been a real rough week, as y'all know. I'm in school. I teach in school. My life is school Mm -hmm. Um, from all aspects. Um, But, you know, what's my highlight of the week? Mm -hmm. My little penny moment. Okay. Um, without saying too much, my oh. penny mom. Your panties mom? Penny, penny, oh. penny. <laughs> P and nanny. Why? Penny moment. Okay. Penny moments. Um, sad. you know, feelings were professed for me. This oh, week. really? I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna leave it. Positive, there. good feelings. Good I'm feelings. Okay. Lovely feelings. Oh, like cloud nine feelings. Well, they said I didn't say that. Oh, I mean, but how did it make you feel? I mean, it was a penny moment. It was a good moment for okay. me. Okay. A good moment. Okay, week. congratulations. Thanks. <laughs> it's nice to know that I am appreciated. Okay, okay. I am adored. Mm-hmm. And one might even say, love. La, 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 la. I didn't know you wanted to drop the L word. I didn't know. I didn't know. Love. I'm on this podcast. Sounds like I'm in a relationship. I'm not. Yeah, I know, Miami. I just be out here for congratulations. <laughs> It's for entertainment. For entertainment. <laughs> maybe it's true, maybe it's not. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I'm an actress. Well, either way, true. Congratulations. That's nice to hear. That's and always see. something good to, you know, to feel like, whoa. The one that loves me is Erica. I do love you. Thanks. I do. I do. Wow. I do. I'm happy you finally said it. I don't think I've... Have I not said it before? Some some listeners may... It depends on my mood, but I'll give it to you today. Thanks. As for you... Uh, my week was decent. Uh, my baby's finally better from his coat. Mm. So, which is good. Yes. He's feeding himself. Oh, that's a great highlight because it's, you know, it's like, it's nice when you see a baby like gain some independence. Mm. You know, so I don't have to like always, because he's the breastfed, breastfed baby. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, it's nice that he could hold his bottle, which is great. Um, a highlight on Instagram, because, you know, I'm a loctician. Um um, it's this loctician like that I've always been so interested in learning from and working with, and you know he posted on Instagram like you know those little Instagram contents like you know tag your favorite loctician and tell me why and they're gonna win a free class mm-hmm. and his classes be legit like it's a lot he gives mm-hmm. like pre recorded videos because a lot of you know all this like learning classes with yeah. stylists or makeup artists you know what i mean It'd be real it's, it's like in person right there and then and that's it yeah. you know what i mean like you pay over a thousand and it's just for those few hours for those few hours yeah. you know what i mean but with this one it's good quality work and then it's pre-recorded so you could always go, go back, back nice. you know and look at it and i mean like, what's so, this technique exactly mm-hmm. i mean he has a limit he's like it's pre-recorded for you have access for three months or six months oh that's still good it's still though. good though because i'm like hey he's that's his business mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying um and you also have like a one-on-one session so he has different anyway 
I just was so I just love him. So I was like, you know, I sent some of my friends, including you, like, hey, you guys, just just go mention something. I made like three comments. Thank you. And I also just posted on my story, and you know, just clients just you know went in like a lot, had a lot of clients Aww, that just commented. That's me. super good. And I'm just like, oh, he made just even the things they said. It was just Aww, so genuine. What they say? What they say? What they say? I mean, they just said like, you know, I'm a great lactician. Like, I care for their hair. Yeah. Like, they can tell like I'm passionate. Mm. You know, all that kind of stuff. You mm-hmm. know. And it's just, you know, and then I saw the DM from him. From him. He was like, congrats, queen. You're one of the winners. And I'm like, wow. Yes. I remember. I seen, girl. I think he liked two of my comments. I was like, who is this man? Like, I know. Like, Chris Madrid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, girl, I even prayed this one. Like, Lord, please let me just give me something good to go into the Fire and bind it. You know what I mean? Like, this is, and it's a legit course. So it's, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. My real, my real penny moment. I shouldn't have said that stupid shit. My real, <laughs> my real penny moment. Damn. What happened? You taking it back? No, because something better happened. Okay. My baby and Erica's baby, he reached for me today. Like, that was so cute. I came in the house and he was in his playpen and he really like woke up and he reached for me. He was even in Erica's arms, y'all, and he still reached out for me. So that, yeah. that let me know that my baby loved me. Yeah, he definitely knows that's you. That's the real love. Yeah, he definitely he knows you. He can't no one can deny that. Yeah, that's my boo. That made me so happy. But yeah, girl, that was um the highlight of my week. Um, you know, just counting down to the new year. Oh my gosh, guys, it's like two weeks of 2021 right. left. Going to 2022. Hey, okay, 2020 now. is two years ago now. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Mm. Well, we thank God for life. We thank Every God day. for life. We thank God for life. And that's why we gotta start with the hot topics. Um, you guys know we like to get the sad and the bad news out the way first. And, um, you know, this is horrible news, especially as new parents. Mm. I included myself. <laughs> as new parents. Um, Nick Cannon came out publicly today and let us know he actually lost his son, Zen Cannon, December 5th. Mm-hmm. Um, and he lost him to a rare form of brain cancer, mm. um, which is super sad because the baby was only five months old. Mm-hmm. Um, that's his youngest son, too. That's that's his newest baby. Like, and it's hard. That's just super hard. Like, as much shit, we talk about him having, like, Multiple 12 kids, kids yeah. and 18 baby mamas. But it's still, like, he lost a child. He lost you know? a child. I didn't even know he had a talk show. Oh, yeah, I knew he had a talk I show. I didn't know. Um, but he said this on his talk show. I think it was quite brave to come out and say Very it. brave. You know, um, it's just as a parent, you just can't even imagine. Because even I feel bad for the mother, too. Like, imagine going through pregnancy, you know, the baby shower. You buy all the things. Then you deliver the child. And you spend time with the child. You see the child's personality, the growth. and she, Five months is significant. Yeah. She, she, significant. she mentioned how, like, you know. Um, she made a post. She said the weight of his arms. Exactly. Or like when she closes the the door, like you know you have to close it quietly. Like she winces so the baby doesn't wake up. But it's like, oh shit, he's not here anymore. Or like when she's driving the car, she looks like in the mirror to look at him, and she's like, he's not there. That's horrible. And I think by mass parent, I do all those things. I'm driving. I look at the back. You know what I mean? Be quiet. Don't you know? Make too much noise in the house. I'm like, damn, my back hurt because I'm carrying this big baby, and I'm just like, she's like, the silence is deafening. Of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I couldn't imagine that. That is a pain. I've known some people too. um, You know, lose their baby from SIDS or whatever the Mm -hmm. situation is, and. It's horrible. It when is. when I see it, it shakes me up. It's just a constant reminder of how um how how blessed we are in the little ways that we don't notice, you mm-hmm. know, especially when it comes to childbirth, you know, making it 
through the pregnancy is an uh, is accomplished. Making it through it's the a, birth is an accomplishment. Blessing. Making it through that first six months, those first year, it's it's keeping your baby a lot. That's all. Listen, that's all a blessing. That's all an accomplishment. And I would never wish that on anybody Mm-mm. to have to to you know to say goodbye to your child. I would never wish that on anybody because I couldn't. You know, even me as a secondary parent, all the kids that I'm. A secondary parent too mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine What that would feel like It would kill me inside So I can imagine Being the primary parent Yeah And feeling that like, uh-uh. So we definitely Send our love Send our condolences Send yeah. our wishes Yeah Okay So next in news uh, You know We just talked about Our week You know You mentioned your week Was stressful Of course Due to work And many things So the Congress The Congressional Progressive Caucus um, now you're thinking about creating, you know, a four day week. Mm. You're thinking about endorsing a bill for a four day work week. Um, the Congressional Progressive Caucus um, endorsed Representative Mark Tocano's 32 hour work week act, which would shorten the week in the U.S. from five to four days. They should have been there. I know, right? Um, so basically, it would prioritize productivity, fair pay. And an improved quality of life. Amen to that. Because I know a lot of European countries, they do that. Because what do we need? Let's be honest. We all go to work on Friday. It's very much like it's understood that nobody gives a fuck about Friday. It's like, what the hell? Like, come on now. It's, we don't need it. So a a model that they're going by is Iceland. Iceland Uh tested this. And they found out that there's a decrease in workers burnout and stress and no drop in productivity. Period. Because, yes, if my day ended on Thursdays, I would be much more efficient. Exactly. Because by Friday, I'm not doing shit. And I know a lot of, a lot of Europeans that come to America, like, to live, for work, they find out that they're more stressed in America. Hell yeah. They're like, wait, you guys don't really have sick days, mental health days. You, you go on vacation only two weeks in a year. Yeah. You know, like, it's, it's so much. America we is work, all work. about work Work, 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 And you know, even now social media, we've developed this whole thing of like, yeah, I'm about to get the bag. I'm working for 24 seven. Don't sleep. You sleep, you snooze. Only a poor person is sleeping. You want to be rich. Exactly. You want to be rich. You know, even like Steve Harvey, P. Diddy, they've all said it. You better stay up 24 seven. It's just like, that's not healthy. One thing about me, I'm going to go to sleep. Like that's high blood pressure. You know what I'm saying? That stress. People die from stress. Hell yeah, people die from stress. We just be covering it with terms like cardiac arrest. Exactly. Heart attack. Exactly. But we got to talk about what leads to it. Exactly. It be the stress. It be the drugs. But it be the stress. It's stress. leads A lot of times stress leads to drug. Stress leads to overeating, which leads to obesity. And then boom, motherfuckers, you end up getting all these other diseases and stuff. You know, a lot of times stress be the foundation of all this, you know, diseases, illnesses that people die from. Heck, but I think I, I'm I'm for it. I hope they do do it. Do you think that we would get paid less though? Probably, yeah. Because America's that type. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn. If we get paid less, then put everything down to because groceries are expensive. Girl, you know what I'm um, saying? Like, I'm forgot went to groceries. I'm like, what? What did I buy? I'm just like this. Even milk, a nighty milk is expensive. Today I bought two bottles of wine. I bought a pack of chicken for four something. I bought a thing of eggs. I think literally that's it. Maybe, oh, two packs of chopped spinach. Mm-hmm. I spent nearly 60-something dollars. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. No, what did I buy? 
Girl, bananas that was $60. are expensive. Then bananas that used to be like, oh, 20 cents, 40 cents. Girl. Some places they'd be up to a dollar. Like two dollars. Yeah. For bananas. So, yeah, this is like five dollars a gallon. Yes. So yes, it's expensive. Inflation is going crazy. It is. So I I hope they do do that. Um, I think you'll just release a lot of stress. I I just I can't lie. Please give us please America. Cause on. yeah, girl. Friday is not really a weekend day. Saturday, yeah, but then Sunday you getting ready for Monday. So really, you really just have Saturday as if the that. weekend. You know what I mean? And if that because half the half a Saturday morning you're trying to wake up early to get shit done that you like can do, do laundry, clean Monday. the up, grocery exactly. shopping. Exactly, like a little stuff because everything closed at like three, so you got to spend the whole morning doing stuff. Okay. Like. Yeah, no. Dang, we, we can't release it. a gag. We need it. We need it. All right, so let's get into this next thing. So, you guys, how many of you all watched How to Catch a Predator with Chris Hansen growing up? I right? sure did. Now, that was a show, um, you know, that did exactly what it sounds like. It caught predators. Well, this week we had a little blast from the past <laughs> as a PlayStation executive was fired after being caught for inviting a 15-year-old boy to his house for sex. 15-year-old boy. Yeah, so there's a video floating around online. And in the video um, that was posted on YouTube, you see George George Cassiopo. I'm sorry, I don't know how to say white names. Cassiopo. Can you, be seen. You said it. You said it. Your best hell too, Cassiopo. <laughs> what the hell? Probably Cassiopo. Cassiopo. No, say it together. Cassiopo. You know that Italian C I oh. like chi. George Cassiopo. Cassiopo. Oh, Cassiopo. Can be seen walking outside his house to meet a person claiming to be a 15-year-old boy. Mm. He's been a senior vice president of engineering at Sony for the past eight years. You guys, predators, they walk among us. It's a damn shame because you do see them, you know, they show pictures of him exchanging messages with the young boy and asking like, oh, have you fucked before? You know, are you clean? And, you know, you know, would you be down to do stuff and just we're just going to like kiss and suck each other off. And it's like you're saying this to, a, you know, he asked about the age. Are you sure you're 15? And this is someone who makes play, PlayStations are for kids. PlayStation I mean, adults kids. play too, but it's primarily like for kids. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like we got predators among us. Here's my question. Would this have went viral if it was a 15 year old girl and not a 15 year old boy? I think so it would. Hmm. I think it would because, as you mentioned from that show, it was both girls and boys. But that was that show. Sometimes I feel that the shock value in these things are the homosexuality of it as well. Of course, of course. Because I think that oftentimes we see teenage girls Mm -hmm. in situations with grown-ass men. Yeah. And it's almost swept under the rug. Yeah, that that is true. Like if it was a 15-year-old woman, I mean 15-year-old girl... I almost feel like it, you know, maybe it wouldn't have been as much attention brought to it or it wouldn't have been tracked or followed. Probably so. With it being a boy, it's definitely like, damn. It's like, gay. boy, you also gay shit. Like, yeah, with a little boy. But I think I would like to, I think it also gets some attention too. Also, with him being a CEO of PlayStation. I think that's yeah, like the other part that's too. That's another like part, yeah. PlayStation, like CEO. You've been, he's been working for like 15 years or so. Yes, because sometimes I feel like, in these cases, people see the perversion as the homosexuality mm-hmm. and not the perversion as the age difference. Absolutely. Like, it's like, like this oh, is a minor. You, exactly. Like, that's the thing. And I think that sometimes they're more like, it was a boy. Yeah, that's true. 
So shout out to you know I mean damn I said I wasn't gonna sound like I hate men in this episode. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, that's that's scary. That's scary. So y'all please watch your kids. You know, even though obviously the fifteen was an adult, you know what I'm saying? This mm-hmm. was a ploy to get him. It was a ploy to get him. But I'm just saying, like, still people should watch your kids like social media. They should watch your kids' phone. Hell like yeah. it's really important. Like I'd be on Facebook, all these different groups, and this lady was like, Yeah, she checked out daughter's phone and daughter sending nudes and stuff. And she's Ooh. like, How do I handle it? Handle it. So Girl, imagine if you ha- if ma- imagine if you find your, your whether it's your daughter or a son and like they're sending nudes, how would you confront them? I would ask them. I would say, "Who are you sending these nudes to?" Mm-hmm. And hopefully, you know, they tell me. And I would be like, "Well, the thing with sending nudes is that's a very intimate act, yeah. and you know, I think that when you send those to people, you got to be a thousand percent sure that it's not going to be exposed or they're not going to show nobody. And I think if you don't have that security, then the best way to secure yourself is to make sure you're not sending them. So is the conversation about security that no one sees your 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 they don't expose your pic your picture to somebody else is that the main conversation for like a teenager yeah to me uh, because it's like to me you know i want to sound extra hippie but i don't want to i i never want to be the type of parent that like stifles my child's sexuality in mm-hmm. a way because it's like shit i know what i was doing in my phone at 16 15. but I, you know i don't know if the word is stifle per se because in a way it's like that to me is like it's their way of having like sexual mm-hmm. like they don't know sex yet and mm-hmm. that's their way of like trying to explore sexually okay and i think that a lot of kids where they miss the mark sexually is that it's not necessarily that you're having a sexual urge. It's that y'all are too young to share that type of bond because y'all don't understand the depth of it. Mm-hmm. That's really what it be sexually. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, to me. Like, I get it. Like, also, like, whatever, inappropriate. But if we think about life and history, it was a time in our life where people was parents and, and being forced into marriage at 16, 17. 17. Yeah, yeah. So it's not the maturity of sex in your life. It's the y'all be dealing with things that y'all are not mentally able to to decipher between Mm -hmm. so i would like want them to understand like it's not that i'm saying you can't you know you can't like somebody to want to share yourself sexually is that are you sure that this like and this trust is as much as you think and what if they say yes you know i'm sure i know 100 percent that he or she is not gonna share my picture with anybody else okay cool keep on sending pictures is that what was that what it will be no, I ain't gonna say keep on sending pictures. I'm gonna be like, well, you know, I just feel like it's something that's gonna hold you back in life because you know you say that now, but honestly, the best way is just to be in person. And if you feel like you can't do all of that, then don't do it. That's so would you let them do it in person? Have Since sex you say in person? the best way is to do it in person. So would it be like, okay, can he come over or can she come over so I can show them my body? In I wouldn't allow it, but I'm telling them the best way is in person. I'm not gonna be the one to facilitate. <laughs> I think the it, opening. I think I think it's especially you know, I think it's definitely like a it's a hard situation. You yeah. didn't mean like, okay, yeah, fifteen, sixteen, we know what we're doing. I mean, yeah, whatever. We may have done some stuff here and there, but I feel like a part of us knew it was inappropriate. We knew we would get in trouble. That's what it was. Like, we knew we would get in trouble. And was the in trouble part just like, in, I'm going to get in trouble with my parents or Hell authority yeah, figure? That's what or, it is. It's like mm-hmm. you're going to get in trouble with your parents because it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I think that, like, it's not a, you know, I think people. The thing, the thing with sexuality isn't like, if to me, it's not about if you're old enough to have those feelings. Yeah. Because I think that's how people frame it. It's uh-huh. like, you're too young to even feel that or express mm-hmm. that. To me, it's that 
you are too young to navigate the depth of what those feelings come with. Mm -hmm. That's what it be. It's like when you have sex with someone, you have built an intimacy bond. Yeah. And a lot of times we're, you know, at that age, you're too immature to have something so deep and so heavy between somebody. Cause it's like, "Mm, I can't carry that weight. You know, as a parent, it's something I think about constantly, especially me having a boy. I constantly think about how are we going to address the conversation about sex? When are we going to address conversation about sex? You know what I'm saying? You know, boys are different, too. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? I feel like boys get horny or quick. You know, they be They're a little bit. They're conditioned to. Hey. I think it's a both, too. I feel like it's both a natural thing and also society mm. thing, too. You know what I'm saying? Just like how you mentioned we have this natural hormonal oh, feeling yeah. and things. I feel like guys' hormones are different. I'm telling you, I'm a second grade teacher and all my kids like each other already. Like, they yeah, boyfriend, and girlfriend. Like seven, eight, they, you know exactly. I mean? and, I, and, you know, you mentioned, you said a seven-year-old boy said you had a fat ass. Now, yes, obviously, he, he learned, so learned that. it for something. Yeah, obviously. he learned that vernacular, you know, but he knew. Exactly, because... You know, little boys be attracted to women. Little kids be attracted. So it's like I think also boys, their hormones are different. I think girls too. I think we gotta stop and like little girls do not be horny. Little girls be horny. Of course, of course. But for me, it's like you know, boys men tend to be like the go getter, the hunter. Yes, they act on it. You know what I'm saying? So that's my main Mm -hmm. thing. I'm trying to say as having a boy as a parent also be careful of girls too mm-hmm. because girl listen now I we don't you. we don't girls could be sneaky i got a little like i, I, I got want, a student that's a hoe <laughs> so it's sad. early in her life but she a hoe yeah you said a seven-year-old a hoe she, she a hoe i be trying to i was gonna have a conversation like girl you done ran through the class this your this your only what class you ran through, G? all these little boys have been her boyfriend at one point and what are they doing? Is it just boyfriend? Is it it's, just, it's just we be calling each other boyfriend, girlfriend. You know what I mean? Yeah, but shit. it starts but really it's, young. it's the fact that like, damn G, you low-key associating yourself with all these niggas. <laughs> damn, these little niggas. They, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I be want to put on game. Like, you better, listen. Like, listen. you got to be with You these. say you the second mama bitch, you better do it no, now. No, I'm going to put it on game. Like, G, you know this your same class till you in eighth grade, G. You got to come. You know what I'm saying? Because they pretty much are in a cohort in my school. Like, okay. it's one second grade, one third grade, one fourth. Like, these are their classmates. And listen, this motherfuckers be holding on to that middle school relationship. Yeah. Be like, yeah, I did whatever. I had a friend her. in high school that was like, girl, yeah, I dated him in second grade. Listen. But yeah, my point was to be like, um, you know, he's a boy. And I also do want to teach him that his body is his temple, too. Like, because yeah. you're a boy, it don't mean you could get Slug anyone can mm-hmm. access. The same way we tell women, like, Okay. Yeah, don't be a slut. Exactly. The same boy, don't be a hoe. Mm-hmm. Don't be giving your body your dingling to anybody or be trying to feel anybody's stuff. You know what I mean? Anyway, that was my point. But this whole sex thing, Jack constantly be thinking about it, like, how am I gonna tell this boy? Like, what? Okay. Now let's talk about women and our bodies. Uh Rebel Wilson, you know, what movie was she in? She was in Bridesmaids. She was in Bridesmaids. What's that clapping music? That Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. She's a white comedian. She's one of those like white comedians that got like a lot of like money from Netflix compared mm-hmm. to Monique and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, when that whole situation's going on. So you was know Was that her or Amy Schumer? I think it was Amy Schumer. You you confusing your white fat I bitch. Sure did. <laughs> <laughs> they are white fat, fat comedians. That is Amy Schumer. You right. It wasn't Rebel. Because Rebel is Australian. Yes. She's not American. Okay. I stand corrected. Anyway, Rebel Wilson, she recently lost weight because she mm. was fat. Yes. And I think part of, you know, her being funny was like, you know, she she's used fat. her fatness as a joke mm-hmm. too. And like, oh, she's the fat girl trying to go for the cute guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Definitely the Jonah Hill of women. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So she said she's lost a lot of weight. She looks like a size 8, 10 mm-hmm. now. 
Um, and she was probably like a size 18 before. Yeah. Okay, so, you better look at her and tell her size. <laughs> she went from Ashley Stewart to Fashion Nova. Okay. Um, but she mentioned that she's really she's received a lot of pushback from her team over her weight loss. I want to talk about that, you know. Mm. What do you think about that? Especially as a woman going through, you know, um, you know, weight journey. As a fat girl advocate. <laughs> <laughs> See, I ain't tell her that. But I listen. I, I love it. You know, I'm trying to learn no, no, that, no. like, you know, I used to be fearful of saying the word fat. Like, yeah, no, is, it's is fat a, a bad word? It depends how you use it. Okay. I think there's a connotation around it. That's why it sounds like a bad word. Yeah. Um, but I will say this as, like, somebody who has, Do you, you consider know, yourself been, fat? Do you call yourself, like, a fat girl? You say uh, I'm a big girl. I don't say big. Oh, you say thick. Let me tell you this. Oh, you say I don't fluffy. say a big girl because I feel like if I was a big girl, I would occupy more space. <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> no, you said it. Because I was bigger. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I really was bigger. It's not like I've lost some dramatic. Well, I don't know. You've it's, lost a lot of weight. It depends who you ask. You know what I mean? In my mind, I don't feel like I've lost like some huge dramatic mm-hmm. weight. But a lot of people say I have. Yeah. Um, I would say this would be in like, I don't identify as not a fat girl anymore. I'll say that much. Like You don't identify as the fat girl anymore. I, I would say I don't identify as like a thin girl. Okay. And I don't necessarily say thick because I feel like thick at makes me feel like I'm curvier than I am. Uh-huh. I don't have like no huge. Do you, fat ass. I know like some people use the word fluffy. That's Chubby. a weird word. I, I just it's more white people. Use I say fluffy. I'm a full figured woman. Okay, okay. You know, um, you know, I'm a curvy woman or all those things that people say. But um, as that girl who struggled with her weight, who's had those up mm-hmm. and downs, I would say, especially in the entertainment and media industry mm-hmm. too. Um, cause I was a girl that went from, or w- not went from, but like part of the reason I, I haven't performed on stage as much is because I was tired of being typecast. As what were you typecasted as? The mama. Okay. The sidekick. Mm-hmm. The mama. <laughs> like, <laughs> the mama. You know what I mean? Like that role. If it yeah. wasn't, if the role didn't call for a big younger woman, I was going to be the grandma, the big mama to something. And I think that's hard as a woman to be like, I'm not, you know, even I see that a lot in, in media that like, I used to yearn to see a big girl. That was the it girl. Okay. I think too often they make it just like the funny friend or the sidekick or the comedian. You know what I mean? Like that's where the whole fat girl personality thing comes from because there's this idea that because as bigger women, we're not going to be, um, we're not going to stand out because of our looks. Yeah. That we have to have the personality to match. Yeah. And I think in performance and media and arts, it's the same com- conversation. Yeah. It's like, you know, I'm, I have to be the comedic relief. Yeah. I'm never going to be the lead. I'm never going to be the, the, the love interest or whatever, whatever. And I think that part of her trying to lose weight was to diversify herself as in casting. Yeah. And it's sad that they only saw her talent. Yeah, because exactly. I think she's funny. Yeah, yeah, I think she's funny. And then I was like, maybe she just wants to lose weight for her own personal reasons. She wants to be healthier. She probably wants to look different. Like, you know, I've been fat she all my life. Balenciaga. Okay, I've been fat all my life. Let me be something else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And a good point you made, it makes me think about the show Harlem. Yes. Um, Which is on primetime. And the, you know, it's Megan Good. It's the girl from um, Grace Empire. Grace mm. It's this girl. Her name is Ty on the show. She's like the LGBT, yeah. like tall, you know, mm. lesbian. Okay. And then it's the dark skin chubby or full figure girl so she's the loud one she's the the annoying one i don't like her character i really don't and she's like a singer 
You know, but she DJ lost a record, a record deal. She lost a record deal. But she's that type of black girl that says how it is every single time. All the in time. your face. She's rude, nasty attitude. She's poor, lift off her friend. And it's just like, and I, you know, I have to look her up outside of it. I'm like, I'm attracted to her. Because I'm like, is this how I'm not attracted? Like, you know what I mean? Because sometimes you cast the girl. I'm like, she's a pretty girl. Like, you know, she's that's been other things. The I'm like, why is she casted like this? Like, I wish she was a. Why well, wasn't making good luck? And the irony of it is, in real life, it's always the thinner, quote unquote, prettier girls that are really that boisterous and loud and yeah, whatever. Because absolutely. nobody checks them on on being loud and ignorant and rude. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, ah, whatever. They're just cute, and they just they call it feisty mm-hmm. on those type of girls. They call it spicy, sassy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But on on bigger women, it's like. You bitter. You just like that because you big. You know exactly. What I mean? like, you just mad. You just mad. Like you just don't, ain't nobody checking for you, so you got to make yourself. And seen. then she's hypersexual too. Exactly. And it's just like, uh, it's it just makes me. It's like not in real life, I'm it. shy. I'm not that girl. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so shout out to her for losing the weight, and I look forward to seeing like what new roles she's gonna have. You know what I'm saying? And let's see if her comedy is. You know, and I do think some. You know. Um, celebrities or artists are conditioned to rely on their looks for whatever time that they have. You know, like some actors are not necessarily so talented, but because they look good on TV, it's like, well, at least I look good on TV. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I like to see maybe did she is she well did she ever hide behind her way? You know, was that only her form of you know comedy okay. or you know? So let's they see. do be looking for fat white women. They do because I like how. Melissa McCartney has diversified herself because oh, they tried yes. that with her. They for sure were gonna make was gonna make Melissa McCartney the fat white comedian, but she mm-hmm. said, no, "Hell no, I won't go." She said, "No, no, no." And I she started doing dramas out of nowhere. She just was like, "Every everything I'm gonna do is a drama." Listen, her movies are good. Everything she does now is a drama, and she gives it to you. Mm-hmm. Like her and Nine Perfect Strangers was epic. Is that a good the, show? I haven't watched it yet. It's a it's one of those shows that's like you gotta watch it. It's a good show though. You gotta okay. watch it though. It's not one of those like. I mean, just like, throwing a show. what would make me watch it? That's what I'm asking. Um, like, if you, I would say that there is a story to be told, and I ain't gonna lie. The ending was like, oh, this is it, but. It's in, it's intriguing. I loved Regina King in it. I thought it was really good to see Regina Re- King's in it. Regina, no, I'm sorry, I lied. It's the other Regina. Yeah, Regina. I know you're talking about Regina Hall. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I'm not Regina King now. No, it's okay. Regina Hall. But okay. Regina Hall gave Regina King energy. Okay. So, okay. Okay. I respect that. You know, support our queen. All right. So let's get into this next thing. Coochie, coochie, coochie. All right, ladies. Men done found another excuse to avoid giving head. <laughs> Evidently, research is showing that licking a cuckoo can cause throat cancer. Hey. Who, Erica, who you give throat cancer to? <laughs> First of all, bitch. <laughs> so apparently, you know, this starts with HPV. You know, HPV oh, yeah. is the human papilloma virus mm-hmm. um, that causes, you know, cervical cancer. Um, and can also cause cancer of the penis as well. Because a lot of times when you hear HPV, is mainly directed towards the women. women you know? mm-hmm. And even like younger, when they used to give the vaccination, it was mainly about the girls getting the vaccination. Right. But now they do provide a vaccination for both for boys, boys too. Like starting, too. I think starting at the age of 11, I 12. I got my HPV. Did you get your HPV yeah. vaccination? Yeah. Girl, that yeah. was a thing, too. That was an error. I stayed with my vaccine, and baby. It's like, I don't you play. Know, listen. <laughs> 
And it's like, you know, you can get HPV from kissing. You know, it could be on the surface of your, you know, it could be on scrotum, on the vulva. It's not necessarily just like, oh, when you exchange fluids type mm-hmm. of thing. Dry um, humping, all that. Right. So, exactly. So, basically, doctors were saying that, um, you know, take extra precaution, you know, when... You know, given what fellatio like okay. is possible. You give is, a medical is, term. So what if a guy says, Dami, um, I'm not going to do this because you know, they said this can cause cause, you know, cancer of the throat. What they do in booty call, we got some plastic rat. Some saran rat. How a de- you, how a is, dental dam. I don't know how that is. Would I've you, never how, tried how would you that. feel about that if he you know, he whips who whips out the glad plastic rap G, he's like, All right. I mean, I'm always for safe sex. Okay, okay. It would be like, oh, I've never tried it, so whatever. But I'm, I'm always team safe sex. That's good. I like that. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, y'all should be careful. Obviously, you know what I'm saying it's important to get tested because you just, you just never know. You know what I mean? Things like this happen. HPV is one of those things that are not like easily detected in the sense that you may not see. You're not gonna easily see genital warts and stuff. You know what I mean? You're not gonna see the breakouts and like the sores on your vagina or your penis. Um, so it's one of those things that you do have to get tested for. Quick question: When do people get tested? Like, should you only get tested if you have a partner? Should you get tested if you're just having sex, period? Should you get tested every time you go, like, especially women, we get pap smear. Should yeah. you just get tested just because you're getting the pap smear? Like, what would you say is a I good was, regime I would say all around. Those are all good reasons. So mm-hmm. even when I go for my yearly um, pap smear, I just say just do a whole STD, STD panel. Even yeah. HIV. I Me know, too. like, I'm fine, but just yeah. do all around because you just never I know. I still be you breathing hard, saying? though. <laughs> like, like, oh, my God. I be like, man. And people do say even if you do have a safe part, it's possible to like you transmit certain things to each other oh, you know yeah. i'm like hey you know and even if you're having casual sex even if you're having protected sex you know again sometimes with this hpv it could be on the on the balls the condom is not on the balls men, and you know i think men don't um acknowledge how they can like how their sexual organs work. I think they concentrate so much just on penis, penis and shaft. penis entry yeah. too. Like they neglect like your scrotum, your balls, all, all of that. All that stuff get all wet. That, your anus. All that stuff. It, Men don't like talking about it, but your anus. Oh, my anus. Your anus. Listen, all that is part of it. All, all of it is part of it. And I think men also do not like to admit that they're sexual or the hygienic sexual health is not the plays best. a role with a lot of women's you know sexual mm-hmm. health you know it could be simple as yeast infections mm-hmm. or bacteria infection and it is you know from the man he's either not washing up well you yep. know he's messing with other women you know what i mean like you, you, you got as a woman like what i've learned over time as a woman like you have to pressure to your body for sure do. because sometimes your body reacts differently to a certain type of person you have you have sex with. You know what I'm saying? Like, you may have sex with this person. It's like, oh, wait, hmm. I might feel a little bit different down there. You don't mean you have an STD. You know exactly. what I mean? But it's just like, you have to pH levels. You a- know what I'm saying? Ooh. pH levels. You know? F. <laughs> not the, f- not the pH. The pH that it be sound. imbalanced sometimes. You know what I'm saying? It's like, as, so, as women, we go through so much changes in our body. Yes. It is ridiculous. It is so unfair because I'm just like, Why? Do we have to go through? Why does our body? You know, man is just like dick. It's literally just dick and balls. But when we got the vulva, we got the you know the lip. Girl, don't talk about the everything. uterus. You like it's let's not even so get to the much. uterus and the womb and all of that. And then when we get an STD, it could affect us from you know 
having kids. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I'm at the age where I got to start checking my fertility. For real. For real. I'm like, whoa. For real. Because after a while, I'd be like, do you want to, like, you know, save your eggs? I was just trying to do it like Russian roulette, but now I got to check. Like, it's 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 unfortunate, but it's like, that's how our bodies are made up, G. Like, sper- you never hear sperm dies, but eggs be dying. Okay, G. eggs. Oh, be, fragile Be dying eggs. monthly. Come on. Let me find out. But y'all, man, be careful, whatever. Cause you know what I don't like? I don't like men that eat any and every type of coochie. I'm sorry, G. True. But you know what? You I like f- picky eaters. But you- I do, but at the same time, you know, I also do question myself because it's like we place more emphasis on like, oh, I only do oral sex for a special person. Mm. But you fucking a random person though. Isn't like isn't like sex like the whole nine yards of sex isn't that more than the oral nah, sex? No, bro, though? some is six yards, some is nine. <laughs> Let's be real. Some, some is three. Some should be three. Uh, but like, but that, you, that's that's the main thing though. The sex is the main goal. It's about dignity. You exchanging though. your. It's about dignity. So it's more dignity in your mouth than in your private parts. Yes. Wow. Isn't that weird though? No. Like I get it, but I feel like it's weird because I know girls be like, oh, I don't suck any dick, but they suck. They, they fuck fifty men. Then but you like, know girls like that say they not. I'm just saying, I'm ex- bitch. <laughs> I'm exaggerating the numbers, but I do know people that be like, I don't suck any dick, but they've had sex with a, a good number of men. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And what's it's a like, good number? Give a good number. Just say one. What's a good number? Like, ooh, you kind of. Okay, so out there I'm a saying bit. this number and not for my purpose. It does mean like, oh, uh, because either my. Yeah, no, Come on, let's no, say no, the don't facts. Judge me. What's the facts? I think, I think it depends on age. Okay. Okay. I think. Ah. You know, now I'm not open. I'm more Libra, so I don't be judging. You know. By 25. We've both surpassed that 25. Yeah, you surpassed what? 25, 25 now. H. Oh. <laughs> Not the confession. Wow. So you had the judgment. Um, this one I was just saying. No. And I'm, I'm, like, no. I'm like, are you including me? That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, wait. We've both surpassed what? The liberal. I have not surpassed oh, twenty. God. No, I thought you were saying we've both surpassed twenty-five. I'm like, girl, no, in, who told in, you that? Who said that? <laughs> like Portia, who said that? <laughs> I said that. <laughs> Hell no. no. Um, I think oh, thirty. I mean, I'm I'm being generous. <laughs> What, what's your own? That's a lot. What's your own? What's Hell your own? Yeah, that's I a mean, lot, 30. Bro. All right, by 25, if you've passed 15 minutes. Oh, you say age by the yes. age. Of, okay, 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 okay. Then then you're what? A hoe? You kind of a little out there. Oh, you had a whole moment. You 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 been you out there a little no, bit. No, I agree. Whether you're a by hoe 20, or the moment of your whole damn yeah. was there and then. No, I agree. If you're yeah. by 25, you slept with like 15, 20 people. Yeah. It's like, okay, did you start you fucking the age of 12? Yeah, you did a lot. You, you did a lot. That's absolutely lot. true. You did a lot. Because either way the math go, either you start fucking way too early in your life. Or you were fucking too many people at once. Exactly. I, I never forget this doctor's appointment I went to and my gynecologist. You know, of course, they asked you, MP, how many sexual partners have Damn, you they ask you? Let me care. They don't ask no more? I don't know. I ain't, I ain't really. I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't went to the OBGYN in a minute. I'm in a minute. Just, okay. I'm just about to go this year in a couple so, of weeks. So, well, they they do ask like how many sexual partners have we had because they have True, that they sex do talk. Ask. And he was like, yeah, you know, he was like, it's funny because I have a you know a patient and she said she's had. 365 partners. Not HIPAA being violated. I know. I mean, <laughs> I guess it's not violated when they don't release the, the name. patient name he and messy. information. Why? He's the older why white guy. Share that if he messy. 
I mean, talking about safe sex, of course. So he's like 365. And, you know, he was, he asked her, like, wow, how are you able to, like, keep that number? Because it's so Every specific. Every day for a year. And she's like, yeah, because I, I write it down each time it happens. Nice. Yeah. It's not nice, but 365 G that is a lot. That and literally I'm, I'm averages assuming, a different man every single day. Okay, and I'm assuming this is probably like a 30 something old woman at most, you know, because he was the gynecologist. He saw like, you know, pregnant woman. He didn't really have old, old clients like that. You didn't know patients like that. Um, but I mean, you know, people say, Do you think body counts matter? Hell yeah. As look, let's have that conversation. Let me real tell quick, you guys the quick. truth. Let me tell you guys the truth. And does it matter on both ends? And how it does it matter? How, what, what way? I would say this body count matters on both ends because it let me know your frequency, it let me know your commitment patterns, yeah. and it let me know like that you willing you know, to just share that, your body like that. Yeah, and it let me know the, the odds of you having something. You get what I'm saying? Okay, like okay, it's a percentage okay. game as well. Because it's like you expose yourself to so many people for doing so many things. It just is a matter of time yeah. until you catch the cooties. And I still believe that, you know, yes, okay, there's casual sex, whatever, sure. But when you're having sex, there's some level of exchange, you know, yeah. not just physical and fluids, but, you know, even if it's fake emotions, there's some type of emotion. I feel like it's the level of spiritual exchange. Hey, yeah. call me extra spiritual, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But it's it's a deepness to it. That's Hell why yeah. motherfuckers be hooked on sex because Ooh. it's not just ordinary. Do you think about it, G? Oh, it's not ordinary. You don't be having no ordinary <laughs> I know I don't, honey. Oh. <laughs> anyway, but you know, my point is to like, we like to say casual sex is just casual sex, and we keep on repeating that to ourselves to kind of let ourselves go and let ourselves At a certain age or a certain point in your life, it don't be as casual as you try to make it seem. No, and I don't yeah. think it's even ever casual. We just keep on telling ourselves it's casual no, to I'm make ourselves sex, feel yeah, better. Cool. Like, mm. But you can't say, okay, even if okay, you have the sex, no, you might think about feeling like, damn. I ain't going to lie to you. It's not even, even good sex. I've had some casual. But you, yeah. <laughs> about some casual, some cash. But you know, sometimes you think you can't tell me that. Okay, after that casual sex, you ain't think about like, and hey, I just fucked him. Was it even worth it? Was it even? If good? It was bad, right? You think about the sex, but if don't you? It was you? good. I was like, man, and you want more, right? Because it was good, casually. Girl, boom. You, you can't say you didn't think about the man a little bit outside of no, the casual manner. No, I really manner. didn't. I ain't think no really? romance. It was definitely. Oh yes, I got a casual. Okay. Well, I, I have I have I known not really. Have you had a whole phase in your life? Do you I, think you've had a whole phase? I would say yes, but it's actually not really a whole phase if you want to go into the definition like, is it of whole your phase. whole phase though. Because like I don't consider my like my mm. whole phase to whole standards would not be a whole phase, but like it was my whole phase for me. That was whole enough for me. Nah. Oh man. Nah, not really. To be honest, I had you. one. Well, man, and I don't feel bad about it. No, no, no. no, no you know, good. sometimes I'm like, damn, I wish I've, I, I could have a one night stand. Or like, I wish I've had a one night stand. I've never, because it's like, damn, the thrill of like, I met this person. Ooh, but I sometimes like, ew. At the same time, for me, like, I met you, hmm. and the same day, I'm like, well, you know. But liquor has to be involved. I think I've had a moment that I'm just like, ah, this was not a, this was not a good moment today. You know, it wasn't a one night stand, but it was one of those just like. Mm, I wasn't so proud of it at the moment. Mm. But you can fucking get over it, you know. Yeah, you you forget about it. Yeah, it's like it shit. don't matter. You no. know, it's a good story to tell later on, mm. not for the podcast. Sorry, but uh, maybe on the Patreon. But yeah. but um, but yeah, what the heck were we talking about? What even led to this? We don't. We're talking about sex. Gee, you know what's funny? I think we were talking about the pedophile. Nah, G, we were talking about the coochie eating. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We were talking about that. Talking about sex, G. Let's go to the next one with sex because people, ah. be, 
People be exposing each other. Ah, this one is correct, gang gang. Mm. That's what we call gang gang. For those non-African um, listeners, when somebody says gang gang, think about in the movie when it be like, do, 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 do. Yep. that's mm-hmm. literally the, the Like thought the climax. Like the cool. climax. Mm-hmm. So you guys know, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about Juse Smule. Juse. We have to talk about Juse Smule because... Our, our podcast started with Juice Smule. I know, right? It really did. It's come full circle. Okay. Um, in case you guys don't know him by his other name, Juice Smule, let's talk about him and his actual name, Jesse Smollett. And we all know Jesse Smollett not only from Empire, not only for being Journey Smollett's brother, but infamously for a staged hate crime in Chicago in the year of 2019. Mm-hmm. He said that he was attacked on the Chicago stop of the Red Line Station at 2 a.m. in the middle of a polar vortex. I ain't never gonna forget that. Forget that because it was the polar vortex. Damn. Um, and it came out that he basically staged this with the Osundairo brothers, right? And this week has been the trial for that case. Yeah. So Jesse Smollett has an, um, been found guilty officially. Yeah. But there was a lot of different details that came out in this case. Mm-hmm. One of the details that came out in this case that was, you know, pretty pertinent was that Jesse Smollett said that him and one of the Osundaro brothers, what was it, Bala? I think it was Bimbala. Bimbala, yeah. So with him and Bala, he said that him and Bala were flirting, that, that, that they went real to quick, a strip. Is that the short or tall one? You girl, you the one that know them for real. Yes, I'll tell you after that, but continue. Uh, I can't tell which one it is. Okay. But um they went to a strip club, all three of them. No, bathhouse. No, it started at a strip oh, club. Oh, okay, okay. So from the strip club, they went to a private room. Then from the private room, then they went to a bathhouse. I don't know what the fuck a bathhouse is. So you know, I didn't know bath bathhouses to exist. What is this? Do so, they give bath? No, it's more of like a, like, it's coming like in the gay community. Ooh. And it's like, I'm about to Google the definition real quick. I didn't know these two existed. Okay, with the LGBT history. Yeah, it's like, it's like, what is purpose of bathhouse? It's like, what are we having sex at? Hold on. Damn, my shit feels. But continue your story. I'll bring it up. So they went to the bathhouse, and he revealed that him and um, Bimba Bala, they was at the bathhouse and they was doing cocaine and then they started um, simultaneously masturbating. Mm-hmm. Um, where, in which case, to me, he outed him because I know that family and I ain't know he was gay or he was into gay shit. Okay, so are you saying that because he masturbated with the man, it makes him automatically gay? Yes. <laughs> you know, I mean, he didn't. You know, perform any sexual activity. Would you masturbate with a woman, Erica? Y'all sitting side by side masturbating? No, I would not. Why not? Um, because um, I don't actually masturbate in general. So this bitch. <laughs> okay, if you if you was if you masturbated in general, <laughs> would you be in a woman? I'm not be- into public, you know, things like that. So I no, my answer is no. I would not. Me. As me, I'm not going to masturbate in a room with a woman unless I'm like like that. At this age. Definitely. Real quick, definition of bathhouse, just a general definition. Um, What is the purpose of a bathhouse? Bathhouses serve as a gathering place and invitation to connect in a setting where sensual absorption replaces small talk. It's basically where like... It's come on, it's mainly where like gay people one of those go. like sex club type, yeah, yeah. Like, and I didn't know it was coming like in the 70s and 80s, like when like the oh. gay era was like really big, you know what I'm saying? Like, people coming out. Um, 
I didn't know they still have those. So you know the gay community keep that shit. Okay. They know what they're doing. But they definitely do quite exist, but they're not as popular. Because people just right. used to go and do, like, coke. You know when coke was, like, Which they thing. did in this bathhouse. You see? They did do coke. And, of course, it's, like, a pool, too. You know, like, oh. pool is there, too. Hence the, the bath. The bath. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, that's what they did. Um, And he was found guilty on all counts. So, there's a lot going on. Oh, my There's goodness. a lot going on here. It's like, so I know one of the brothers. Mm-hmm. What is his name? Is it the Bola one I know? It's the tall one. The bo- I think that's Bola. Yeah, it's the tall one. I know him. Um, that was Erica leading man in the show. Nah, he was not good. I thought he was the leading man he in was that. Not, it was not. Audion was the leading man. Oh. Yeah. So I was in a play. I was part of this um, African theater group, and I was in a, a, a play. Um, and he was he was in the play. Um, you know, he's, he's a cool guy. He was nice. You know, I didn't get necessarily any weird vibes from him. Mm. He's one of those like, oh, little cute flirty here or there, but nothing was like, yeah. Um, they're bodybuilders, him and his brother. Yeah. Um, so it's just like, it's like, oh my God, he's somebody that I've had a personal encounter with. Right. Like I've been around because the, 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 sh- the play showed for like two weekends. You know what I mean? So it's like, and he was like the stand in for like the main, for one of the, also for, for one of the main characters oh, okay. as well. You know, he was okay. Um, I don't. His his acting was okay. You know what I'm saying? No shade. Damn. But. On top of him being gay, <laughs> on top of it being a hate crime, <laughs> Erica then told us that he is a poor actor. <laughs> For all of this, is use. That's how you knew he was a poor actor. Where you gotta go? You gotta be do gay. all that. No, what you gotta do all that exactly. opportunity. That's a, exactly. That's why I don't feel bad for saying yeah. that. Because you had to do all of that. Come on now. I've been like, on Empire. I was just a gonna say times. upon how many extras done the show is you Hell come on yeah, now. I've been on Empire. I ain't never had to do no shit like this to and be on Empire. And for it to be like even a jerk off, like I guess to you him, he's, to him, oh. he's probably like, oh well, you know, I ain't touch his dick, I ain't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? It was that ordinary jail scene, no? That was the outcome of all this. Don't you remember that jail when Lucius was in jail? That was and it. he was in the back. I mean, ground. hey, he was, you know, Jesse Smith was like, this is some tall, you know, sexy looking African man, they buff and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like. That's that's that was the attraction. It's a shame. It's 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 quite a shame. It's it's ridiculous. I know Twitter's going crazy. A lot of people said that you know, especially off the heels of the Kyle Rittenhouse situation, mm-hmm. it's wild that Jesse Smollett is found guilty. And you know, um, now they don't think he'll do any real jail time for mm-hmm. this. It is that said, probation. It was yeah. It was service. said that it was going to be you know in that likes. But people are like comparing it, and I just think the two are not comparable. Yeah. In my opinion, I just feel like. The two do not mix. They're not comparable. And yeah. we shouldn't, you know, just because we talk shit about Jesse, it should not be like, oh, but Kyle Rittenhouse is free. It's two different crimes. Yeah. It, I'm going to continue to talk shit about Jesse. Exactly. It's like, come on. It's like, you fucked up your whole career. You staged a hate crime in Chicago. And it's like, you were already on the rise. Literally, you had your music. He, it was quiet as kept. He was the second star of Empire. He was. Who was the first one? Taraji. Taraji, yes, 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 yes. I would say Taraji, then him, then Terrence. Yes, yes. And he like, really he, fucked he up the whole He was going to South trajectory. Africa, he made some music, like, he, people liked him. Yeah, he fucked up, he had a whole Pepsi commercial, if y'all remember. People liked him, he fucked it, he was, you know, that's the name. Talking about, I want bigger drug. money. He wanted to be bigger than his sister. What, he wanted to reach Journey's level. I wonder how Journey feel about this. Embarrassed, disgrace, She don't even acknowledge shameful. it. What is she? What is she gonna she say? She wanted to go do love. None, none of their family acknowledged it at all. They didn't. Because you know his other siblings too has acted a little. When bit this too. one was saying he was the gay Tupac, nobody said I'm Biggie. <laughs> nobody said I'm Jada. Uh, Damn. Oh no. 
Or is this Osundara boy, Jada? <laughs> well, you know what? I actually looked on their page, Osundara page. They have this fitness page. And I looked at their page. And I guess there was... Because I'm like, let me peep what's going on. They were trolling the situation. So, like, they posted a story like, oh, they said we did this. Damn. Boy, get your game. Yeah, like, you know, Whoa. trying to switch it around. Like, Boy. do I look like I'll do something like yes, that? Yes, you actually do. You shouldn't ask me because I'm going to say yes. Because real life, they do look like they would do that. What a shame. I feel bad for their sister, but I'm going to keep that to myself. I feel bad for their family. Like, yeah. how is the mama, the daddy feeling like, Hell yeah, like, oh, Shudairo, we sent a podcast. Oh, Shudairo has been said on the news. CNN, uh, Fox. ABC, Shed all of it. On the new, people heard about it in Nigeria, G, newspaper. Damn. Anything they say, whenever they say, Nigerian, whatever. Listen, that shit do go It hits globally, G. Damn. It hits globally. Let's let's be real about it. You know what I'm saying? So they brought global shame, national Damn. and global shame on their family. Oh, soon Whether I, it's true uh, or not now, you know, we know the shit is true. But it's like, really, G? Come on. It's, it's shameful. No, nah, that shit horrible. And we're not as Nigerians. We have shit. You know no, that's a thing. And that's in, you know, it's like, like dishonor to your family, exactly. dishonor to your name. Exactly. You know, yeah. Americans be like, well, fuck it, I did that, I don't give a fuck. Americans don't have that much shame. They be like, eh, yeah, YOLO. But Nigerians is like, come on, that's shameful. <laughs> YOLO. No, it's, it's shameful. That's, it's a big shame. It's a big embarrassment. Shame, shame on them. Are you not embarrassed? Yes, it's embarrassment. It's embarrassment. Uh, I don't know if this is shame, but this is some sadness. This is some unfortunate news. You know, with the whole Travis Scott situation, um, I feel bad for him. So he had an interview with Charlemagne the God, right? I know you watched the interview. I didn't watch yeah. it. But I saw a little clip, and Charlemagne was asking how does he feel. Can you give us a little snippet what happened? What was the interview like? What was his, you know, his energy, his vibe? What, what were the things that he said? Yeah, so I did watch the interview with uh, Charlamagne Tha God and Travis Scott, and they were talking about the Astro World incident that happened a little over a month ago. Yeah. And it was very interesting to see because Travis Scott was very authentic about it. Mm-hmm. Um, he spoke a lot about how he feels, whatever guilt he feels, who's to blame for the situation, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, the conversations he had with the family and so on and so forth. Um, My takeaways from the conversation... Oh, I'm sorry, he had a conversation with the families? Yes, he did mention that he did speak to some of the families. Um, And, he, you know, he didn't go deep into that. He said out of privacy and respect for those families, he's not going to talk about everything they talked about. Of course. But, um, you know, I think that Travis handled it in in a good sense. Okay. Um, in the way that, you know, he was honest. He was just kind of like, it was horrible. He did say he didn't know what really happened until maybe two minutes before the press conference. Damn. Yeah, because it's like, and I can imagine that, right? Like, we've been on stage. So I would say this, uh, maybe a lot of people don't know that, but being on stage, you really can't see or hear shit. Like, you don't know what's going on in the audience. you're an emoji. You're in that, especially, I can't imagine an audience that big. Exactly. You, don't know you, shit. you can't see, you can't really see what's you going on. See. You know what I mean? Like, people don't know. You can't, The lights, you can't even see the audience. Like, even on the little baby stages I've been on, baby, when them lights is on, that's all I you might about. see the front row. Might. Might see the front row. And that's row. like for the little beginning. Like, but yeah. after a while, you blur them out. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So you don't see. All those people. So I couldn't imagine like all of that, the depth of what happened. For I know him one to of the one of the questions that Charlamagne asked him, he was like, you know, do you believe like you created that vibe, that energy? Yeah. You know, because that's the main thing, like that's the the the, the header of yes. everything. It's like he creates this rave, you know The Rager. And, you know, angry energy, like yeah, you know, that type of white, you know, those yes. you know, those energy that they be having with their like rock star events and stuff and concerts. And he was like, No. 
you know, and I was just, it's, it's sad, you know, should he take, it? Is he rest, it's hard not to put him, to, to give him some part, part of responsibility, you know what I'm saying, because it's his event, whatever, it's like, you know, how things work is like, of course he's going to get something, you know what I'm saying, mm. now do I think he's 100% responsible, no, do I think he's received this much backlash and lawsuits and all these legal matters, no, I think the, peop- the people, you know, because, as Travis Scott, he's not the one who went up to set up the stage. He's not the security guards. He's not the production team. You know what I'm saying? He's, you know, it's more than just one production team. It's hella production teams that put that event. Even the, the, the city of Houston, whatever it was, yeah. they should be sued too. They, they're the main ones. I, you know, I keep on, people keep on forgetting that we're still in a pandemic. You know what I'm saying? So y'all even allowing a concert to this level to happen. My, people have not been out in years so people see oh concert outside hell yeah i'm gonna jump the gate because this is a moment i could be outside and have yeah. some fun you know what i'm saying i think the city of houston was it happening it wasn't houston it, it was, was in houston it was in houston it was in houston they should be so too you know what i'm saying i like, definitely think that if we really look at the the actual chain and order if you really think about it travis is the last person that should be sued and i'll say this because all tra- travis and in, in essence is a hired contractor to perform Okay. Even though it's like Astro World and it's something that he created it's uh-huh. in that sense, it's like he literally all he comes to is to perform and to set up that creative direction. So does he does he create you know, I I don't listen to his music. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm not any music I've listened to him is maybe like a feature he had with somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know the type of energy because even looking at like the poster he had, it was like this little demonic face, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well something like this happen at an R and B concert. Um, he, did he bring- I will say this. It all, the only reason it wouldn't happen at an R and B concert is because one, the type of music is very, you know, like music changes our energy. Absolutely. Travis, it's it's the equivalent of like if we went to a crunk concert and it was crunk the whole way through. Uh-huh. Or, you know, even drill. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Even a drill concert and it was dr- the whole. I think it's unfortunate that it just happened at his concert. It just happened at his and concert. And he can't control people's um, actions. Exactly. And I think he spoke very well about like, you know, what he wants from this is like, Let's take it seriously now because I think a lot of venues don't care about how many people they put in there. They just yeah. want to get the money. Absolutely. And it's like now that we really realize, like, people you know, there's hurt. capacities for reasons. Yeah. Like, even as simple as standing there, people are sucking up the oxygen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just being there, they're taking up the oxygen yeah. in the building. And I don't think we even think about that. Yeah. yeah. You know, when we think about going to concerts and all of this stuff. Me, I'm not even a con. I don't be Mm-mm. thirsty to be in the. The Especially right those outside concerts. Those festivals are not yeah. the way. Like people, I would say this about festivals. It's for an age group. Mm-hmm. I think I've out. I missed my wave of going to festivals because mm-hmm. I really personally cannot be outside no more. Like even when we used to go to Spark in the Park, mm-hmm. that shit would be crazy. Like yeah. you're in the middle of you know. People try- will create those. What's it called? The little like earthquake motions. Yeah, and stuff. like, like you see people, people be do on it. top of each other. And people be on drugs. And mind you. In festivals, it's like there's no water stations like that. There's no bath. It's not like a club. It's not like, oh, I can find refuge. It's literally yeah. we all outside. We're all next to each other. Yeah. And if you, especially if you're in the middle of the crowd. That's it. you in the middle of the crowd. Like the young boy that died. I didn't know his father was also at the concert. Yeah, his father was with him. I, I didn't know his father was there. I thought like, did it just have a young boy go mm-hmm. with some older sibling or, some, or something, mm-hmm. you know? It's very sad. It's very, very unfortunate. I'm kind of, you know, not to be petty, but I'm 
quite curious to see how Kylie would act or how she would be with this situation. I mean, when I when he did the interview, I could definitely tell that that was a Kim, um, not Kim, Chris Kardashian PR. Okay, like it was very clean. It was very. Much, he said all the right things. Okay, Charlamagne definitely asked him some questions where I was like, that's a little distasteful. Mm-hmm. Like, um, he asked him who is to blame. He what did he say? Had, when he said who is to blame, he said, you know, I don't think it's. He answered it very well. He said, it's not who is to blame. I think the better question is, let's figure out what happened. Yeah. Like, what really happened? Like, what was the series and the chain of events that led to this? People being people. That's what it is. You know, it's like, there's so many different things that you can factor in, right? You can say, well, Travis Scott has all upbeat rage music that mm-hmm. starts it then you have this big festival in the middle of a pandemic that's another thing yeah then you have a concert hall i mean the city who did not have proper barricades and proper yeah you know Security. first response because he was Policing. like he said it. he's like they asked him like how much are you to blame and he said i'll say this as an artist as most artists all we contribute is the creative part Mm -hmm. like i'll tell you how i want the stage to look i'll tell you what i need for my performance this and he has all that other shit with the city and now and the actual place he's like i I, know nothing about he's i hire people to do that and i trust they're gonna do what they supposed to do which i like hell yeah like if i'm doing a big ass event i'm hiring live nation or whoever is the people to do that part like that's not on me so I think you were reading that they discontinued or stopped his like liquor. Yeah, so he has like a, a spiked liquor brand called Cacti, and they have discontinued it. This is this is gonna hit really hard. Jay. I feel like this is fucked up. They don't really need to do all of that to to him. I just personally think it's like yeah. y'all doing a lot to Travis. And when Charlie Sheen was up here catching HIV and and messing with strippers yeah. and doing all type of stuff and spreading it around, didn't nobody discontinue? Of course, nothing. you know. But the American culture is like su 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 su. Like we just Robert Downey Jr. was a crackhead all through the nineties and eighties, paying prostitutes, being on the street, yep. and he is now an American Iron hero. He yeah. Iron Man. He doing all of that. He the yeah. top Avenger. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Leave my man Travis alone. I'm praying for him. Okay. What's next, girl? So let's talk about Stevie, Stevie, Stevie Stevie J. All right. So Stevie J has recently filed for divorce from Faith Evans. And, you know, usually we're so used to the situation being like women getting spousal support or whatever from men. But this time Stevie J is actually the one requesting spousal support from Faith Faith Evans and you know this has obviously caused uproar on social media because it's like girl listen this is why I listen I I immediately said this is why he got with her because obviously okay Stevie J he's known as a producer you know he produced for Mariah Carey in the 90s and all this top celebrities but he he came down big time you know he's working with Jocelyn and all those other people loving hip hop you know what I mean but Faith Evans I feel like you know people still respect her as like this R&B she's still Faith Evans yeah she's still Faith Evans you know what I'm saying I'm sure she has more money in the bank than he does obviously because he's requesting for a spousal support mm. well they married for what three years or so damn it was that was long? it two three years damn, like, they, 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 they didn't hit five definitely didn't they hit tried five. three years but i'm like this is why he married her you know he's accusing her for cheating it's like boy and upon the way he treated justine the way he treated was the other mimi mimi not you you who want to ask for spousal support really i thought his ego was a little bit too much for that now i didn't think stevie jake asked for spousal support but then he, he knows who to play with he knows he, he knows who to play with like know, that you know that's what i pee about man too they know who to play with 
And it's bogus. It's bogus. Because I, f- I, I really want him to be with Mimi. I like Mimi. I did. Mimi was a good woman. He done drove Mimi the pussy. Yeah. <laughs> you said what? He drove her the pussy. <laughs> Listen, he drove her to do the porn star stuff she did. Yep. Like, she was down for him and with him. Even before jo- Jocelyn came in. Because obviously, years. She, 19 years of her life. Like of that. her life. Listen, nonsense. To nonsense. a man. Anyway, but spousal support, I ain't paying that. I just think that, like, I don't want to have a double standard, but to me, it's like when men ask for spousal support, it's like, for what? I also th- do think it depends on the situation. I feel like with situations like this, it's like, come on. I think, okay, yes. Because it's like, I've always had a thing about spousal support. I think spousal support only is makes sense if we've been together for over 10 years. And my life has now become your life, and I've dedicated it to yeah. you. And, you know, there's some laws that go into it, too, with yes. the whole spousal support situation. Um, but ah, it's just, I feel on both ends, it doesn't feel good. You know, uh-huh. even as a man, it's like, damn, you have to be paying. I'm giving you pockets money. Yeah. You know, this high pocket money. But it's like, you know, if I did, you know, part, you know people do feel to realize that, obviously not CBD situation, but people do feel to realize, like, Partners, people do, whether it's a man or woman, especially women, they do tend to give up their lives. Oh, yeah, to support their man. And dedicate their life to support their man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To be like, you know what? I'm going to stay home and take care of the kids. I'm going to su- stay home and support you. You know, whether it's by, you know, following to all your games, you know, being your personal secretary, you know. Yep. You know, a lot of these times, all these housewives, they be really educated. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. I'm going to be your accountant. I'm going to do this, do that, do yep. whatever. And I'm not really getting paid for it. Yeah. I'm saying those instances, it makes sense. Yeah. Should it be forever? No. Like Mary J and her husband. She got paid spouses for Adele for and her husband. She got that man like $35 million, And it's like, yikes. That $35 million was It's a long. lot. G. It's like, yikes. It was like, for what? For, like, come on now. They ain't married for long. Child. Exactly. They ain't married for long. You know, this is the argument. was like, okay, yes, you helped me, but every day I still kind of did this too. You know what yes. Like, I'm the one with the talent. It's right with the singing. I'm the one who can sing. I'm okay. the one selling records, you know, but. It's it's a listen. Just sign a prenup. Just sign a prenup. As simple as that. G sign a prenup. I you know, um, I'm the Christian in the group. <laughs> you know, so let me talk about this real quick. I listen to Joel Osteen. I love his podcast. He's one of those like uh, motivational speakers. You know, so basically, you know, and Joel Osteen has been in like a media for like different things. You know, like when the hurricane happened in Texas, they were like he didn't open church to to the people. So now he's in the media again because a plumber who was hired to like fix some pipes, pipes, he found money in the walls of the church. You know, he sound he said he he saw like envelopes of checks, of checks, of checks, of checks, which is like how gee. So now, as as the question is, whose checks are these though? Who put it? Like, was it Joel Osteen that put it? Was it like you know, was it a sneaky worker that put it there? I think so. You know what I mean? That he's trying to hide, like you know, people's offerings and tithes and stuff like that. I like, think it was Joel. Damn, you think it was Joel? Dude? I think Joel be um, siphoning money, and we gonna figure that out soon enough. But you know, this happened about a week ago. And, you know, so the plumber is upset because he said that he lo- he found a lost checks and money and then no one from the church has approached him about it. Yep. 
and it, and then that kind of makes it like, damn, no one has said anything about yeah. it. Like, I, uh, this is one, this is not one of the situations where you guys should go quiet on. Yeah, you know what I mean. To be like, oh, you know, we're just gonna let this, the media, mm. you know, just ride the media. You know, apparently the plumber he's gonna receive um twenty k reward. Ah, uh, I don't know. You know, the plumber who found money at Jewel Esteen Church is gonna receive twenty k award. I don't know if he's going to receive reward it from the church or money, or is he gonna re- receive it from the state? I don't know the full story with that one but the main story is about him finding that money and it's just weird is that you a know? reward or is that hush money because if it's from i don't know if it's from the church because he did mention he's not heard anything from the church right you know so because it's like reward it was like was people looking for that money let me see if i can find anything Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not about to read all this stuff, sorry. <laughs> but um, it, it's just weird because, you know, we know that a lot of religious organizations, whether it's Christianity, Islam, whatever, all like, listen, we even have all these traditionalists DM us on Instagram, G. I don't know if you've had it, G, mm. but it's like, Ashun, Ogun, Eshu, worshipers. I've had them, if I worshipers, DM me on Instagram, like, are you trying to make money? Yeah, I have the spells and I have yeah. the things to help you make money. Like, religion now, overall, you know, of course, not everybody, but it really has become a like business. a money making tool, mm. a business. It's no more about the spirituality. It's no more about bringing people closer to God or whatever it is that they're worship. It's all about money. So it, it is quite unfortunate because it's like who like he said he found multiple ch- checks, G, multiple checks. Like somebody was obviously that you stealing that money. That money was supposed to obviously okay go to the maintenance of a church. It's supposed to go to. The reason why I tithe is it's gathered not just for the maintenance of a church or the salary of the pastors, but to also help the people, the people of the, the church. less privileged, the people who are homeless, people yeah. who need money for tuition, the motherless people, you know what I'm saying? The single mothers, the single fathers. It's yep. meant to help the community, the homeless community. That is what the money, the tithes and offerings are for. You know what I mean? It's not just for like paying the light bill in the church or paying the pastor, but it's for all this other community service. So it's just like it's sad. It's ridiculous. It's disappointing. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, the the, the church says something about it. Mm-hmm. But I guess they're like, "Who did it? Who did it? I don't know." I just feel like this is not one, two, but this is maybe the third thing mm-hmm. with this specific church. It is. It is. Person. It is the third. And thing. I think that like that is very odd for that amount of money to be in the fuck. What is it, the walls of the? Yeah, boy, you was trying to hide that money, and Obviously. for them to not say anything to. Yeah, y'all were trying to hide that money. and it's like this is a tax evasion thing at that point because it's like what you're saying is you didn't want to report a certain income so that the IRS do not take that much money from you but you know tax and churches they're not taxed they're not supposed to be taxed but I, I feel like it's still, I don't know what the legal situation, but yeah. I know like religious groups, they don't have to pay to taxes. Tax. They yes. don't pay taxes. But I feel like he, I definitely feel like he don't want the world to know how much money that, that church really makes. So sad. Like, he really playing. Um, but let's go on to this next thing since we talking about people who got played in the world. Mm. So, you know, just this time last year, the Cuomo brothers were everybody's favorite set of siblings. Jeez. Like, very literally, it was like crazy for Cuomo. You know, from um, Governor Cuomo being the governor of New York and every decision he made with um, COVID and quarantine seemed to be the right decision. And his brother Chris Cuomo being on CNN, reporting everything in, in actuality. It has now become the part where... The heroes have become the villains. Mm-hmm. 
so recently Chris Cuomo got in a lot of trouble um, for evidently using or, or misusing his privilege as a media um, personality on CNN to ask different other media personalities information about the people who were coming out um, and accusing his brother of sexual misconduct, mm-hmm. right? Um, when that news came out that he was using his journalistic integrity to figure out personal issues, he was then suspended from CNN. Well, it recently came out that he has now officially been fired from CNN, and now he's losing a book deal. So the question is... And also severance pay. And his severance pay, which is mm-hmm. fucked up. But I also feel the question is... It was Chris Cuomo or is Chris Cuomo, Cuomo wrong? He made a statement saying that he's not wrong. Like, he, he doesn't feel bad or regret what he, he did. Like, yeah. you know, I have to help my brother out. You know, and if you do have, you know, a certain type of power, access, resources to help a family member, especially with this type of debt, sexual abuse, molestation, yeah. to be accused of that, it's a major thing, especially yeah. as a public figure in America. Yeah. It's a major thing. We're in the Me Too movement world now. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So... Is he wrong? No, you know, I, I guess I could see it on their end, you know, as the company, like, you're using our resources to help your brother's case. In a yes. way, it's, it's seen as cheated. It's a you conflict know? of let, let the investigation, let the police do their own investigation. Yeah. You know, you're cheating at this point, which I get. But as an individual, you know, he mentioned that at the end of the day, family comes first. It's not about the money. And then, you know, they're decent doing family. I feel like they're wealthy. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Like, okay, he lost his book deal, but listen, two, three years from now, let this whole case die he down. He should just get a he, podcast. He at gonna, this point. Okay, he going he's a orator. He speaks very well. He gonna get a podcast. Just give it a year to let things just die down a little bit. You know how it goes. Another book deal will come. Biography. Okay. Podcast deal. They write a small movie on the lifetime movie. <laughs> Money is gonna come. So let please. me speak up for men. Okay, girl. I'm speaking up for men this time. <laughs> I definitely think that um I don't I don't like that he's being punished. One for his brother's crime. Yeah. You know, this not this not Chris. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was, it's not even attached to Chris. Yeah. And two, I think that this is a lot of punishment for something that has not been proven. Yeah. And we do have to find figure out what is the appropriate level of punishment for accusation and for you know like confirmation. Especially when it comes to these sexual assaults. Because it really is my word versus your word. And, you know, this era of I believe the woman. Yeah. I would never, you know, say victim blame. Yeah. But I also know that women weaponize things like that. I mean, there's a case, um, we didn't speak about it, but um, where a black man was accused of raping a lady. I think he served about 16 years or so, and he spent a lot of years in jail. And, like, the white lady was about to, like, write a book, write a, make a movie out of it. Of Obviously, all that just recently got canceled. But he's like, this is my life story. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I served time for not raping you. Mm. Well, I was acute for raping you. You know what I'm saying? Like, evidence eventually came out like, oh, you know, there's no evidence. You know, the samples, whatever. Like, he wasn't there. He didn't rape her. And it's like, you know, it happens. Women do those things. To to get out of anything, right? To... You know, you in the middle of a situation and a they man, don't want to be slut shamed. They don't want to be slut shamed, or you with the man you're not supposed to be with, or whatever the situation yeah. is, or you know, you trying to spite somebody that pissed you oh, off. Oh, you, you don't want your dad to find out that you like black men. Okay, it's a lot of different situations in which men are often accused for things that they did not do. Men can also be the victim as well. Men can also be the victim. Yeah. So I do think that this is a lot of premature punishment. 
it's a lot of premature punishment. Yeah. Because I don't think it's a character thing to stand up for your brother. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't blame him. Right. Like, I'm sorry. I, look, I support Chris, and I and, and I enjoyed that he said it with his chest. I support my you brother said and what? first, okay? And what? Period. I think uh, that's it for a hot topic. Yeah, so let's get into next some of our favorite segments. Drop the beat, girl. Drop the beat. All right, guys. So let's get into none other than our Olodo of the Week. An Olodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Olodo Rabata, woo! Goofass. Olodo of the week this week goes to the CEO of a mortgage company called Better.com. This week, the CEO of the uh, mortgage company goes by the name of Vishal Garg, got into a lot of hot water for firing or laying off over 900 employees via a Zoom call. Um, it was said that he basically told them, I want to apologize for the way I, oh, I'm sorry, this was his cleanup. Um, he basically told them when I listened to the video, he was saying that, you know, the company is going through shortages and, you know, we have to lay off a lot, bunch of people. But unfortunately, you all are the group that is being laid off, um, you know, and recently he has decided to take a leaf of absence following all the backlash. He says, I want to apologize for the way I handled the layoffs last week. I appreciate those individuals who are affected and um, for their contributions to better. I own the decision to do the layoffs, but in communicating it, I blundered the execution. Um, in doing so, I embarrassed you, and I realized that the way I communicated this news made a difficult situation worse. I am deeply sorry, and I am committed to learning more from this situation. But the gag is, this is not the first time he has laid off people in this manner. Really? Yes, it is reported that last year in the heat of the pandemic, he laid off a significant amount of people via Zoom. It's like, we get it, pandemic, people are laid off. We get it. You know, but that is just a very insensitive, lazy I would have preferred an email. Come on. I would have preferred an well, email. Well, it's like, you, you put, like, we all the losers, all y'all gotta go. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, when you're being laid off, it's, I can't imagine. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Even if it was just a few of us. I ain't never been on a Zoom that big. It's like, what? Like, okay, y'all, it's, it's just, you know, that's something you want to receive privately. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, either you're being laid off or you're, you're being fired. It's just right. like, damn, I'm the one that was seen to not be valuable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm the one that could be replaced. Yeah. So it's like, to do that such publicly, whether it's with a group of other, you know, invaluable people, it's just like, come on, G. It's lazy. It's insensitive. It just shows how with such in a consumer market consumer yeah. community and right before the holidays exactly right before the holidays like we don't care about each other anymore yeah. like you know we're just about look you know a company ain't making money you got to go you got to go you got to go it's it's too much of a revolving door in and out thing not even not paying attention to the fact that you're affecting families yeah you said it's the holidays you know what i'm yeah. saying Christmas and Thanksgiving is like the biggest most celebrated holidays in America yeah. you know what i mean so it's just it's so inconsiderate it really is and I feel bad for those who are laid off. I, you know, I mean, it's it's that. really sucky to be laid off, you know. But it, it could have been mean, done in a better. Manner. But I will say this: like with nine hundred people that you got to do it, would we have been saying the same thing if he sent an email? If he sent an email, 
sentence to them individually or something. But that's what I'm saying. If he sent like an individual, no, we won't be saying the same thing because if it's a business move, if you have to be laid off, you have to be laid off. Okay, you know what I'm saying people do get you know whether severance pay, whatever pay that they do right. get. Like okay, it's known. It's part of company business dealings. Yeah, you're you're fired. It's just that as a company, we can't afford to keep, keep you. you. you know what I'm saying mm. and go and file for unemployment or for whatever it is whatever. that you know yeah. grants that's going on. But to do it in such that manner on Zoom, yeah, like I can imagine all their faces, G. Like what? First of all, my camera stay on. <laughs> so yeah, I bet the camera will go back right. Will go on immediately. Like excuse me. I'll be like, damn. I'll get off the Zoom as soon as he said it. <laughs> I'll like, hang click. up. I'll be like, well, Bad and connection. Call. I ain't get it. <laughs> And call like what else is there to hear? Yeah, that he's deaf. That's definitely a little move. That's not a good boss move. You know what I'm saying? It's just not. I care for the culture. I care for the culture goes to medical student Chidiye Bere Ibe. He is Nigerian, mm. um, Ibo to be exact, and he created um, illustration of a black fetus in the uterus. Now think about it. You know when you see like a pregnant woman in your medical books, your mm. biological book, you see a white pregnant woman, you see a white fetus, a white baby, and when you think about it, like black babies don't all come out like oh light skin, like yeah. babies do come out with melanin and dark skin. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And you know when I saw the diagram, I realized that I really actually have not seen a black pregnant you know Video. you know what you know fetus like now i you know with you know in hospitals now they definitely do try to incorporate like black women in their little like you know paper book that they give you about pregnancy and stuff but you don't see you know this diagram of a black fetus you really don't it makes you think that it almost makes you think that all babies come out white in some sense yeah and then their melanin color like comes up but that's not true it is a lot of internalized racism like we don't understand that just internally it's like we just accept that like oh this is the standard and we're the other Especially in the medical field, it's really quite yeah. important to create representation. You know, we see, you know, in the medical field, you know, white people still believe that black people can hold and take in more, can take in more pain. You know, that's why, you know, black patients do not tra- tr- um, trust their white doctors. It's still that situation going on. That's why it's still a lot of. A lot of black people are misdiagnosed. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Or not taken seriously with their illness or their exactly. diseases. Um, I feel like that place worldwide, there why black people probably have higher rates of different illnesses. I'm just like, yeah. why is the black people at the higher rates with heart attack, higher with diabetes, higher rate with hypertension? Like, little things like this play a role. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also just having new doctors, too. Just, um, I remember somebody telling me that in Indiana, they're so racist that they don't even teach their nurses about sickle cell disease. Wow. And you know, sickle cell disease is a predominantly African American mm-hmm. disease. Yeah. They said they skip it in the curriculum. Like, wow. We you know, know we don't, because you don't see that many pa- black wow. patients. There's no point of you learning about it. And you know, I forgot. I, I tried to read up about it because I'm like, is it that as black people, we just naturally like create that gene or whatever it is? The crescent. But, but it's actually cells. not that. It's something that plays a role to that. Mm-hmm. That's why it's more predominantly in black people. So it's not like as black people, we just naturally be sickle yeah. cell. Actually, no. You know, I forgot that. I need to read into that. I but y'all doctors, in sickle cell. It's quite sad. Um, but this is just good, great black, um, just bringing representation in the medical field. Um, so shout out to him. He is the cure for the culture. I think that's pretty much it, right? Yes, it is now time for our 
I do have a quote. Quotes. Um, I do have a quote. Let me build up my quote. You know, our first topic, we talk about loss with Nick Cannon. And, you know, we do ha- we do know a few people who, like, experienced loss this year. Especially with us going, this is the end of the year. You know what I mean? And you're mm-hmm. going to the new year without your loved one. So the quote says, love is stronger than death, even though it can't stop death from happening. But no matter how hard death tries, it can't separate people from love. It can't take away our memories either. In the end, life is stronger than death. So if you have experienced loss this year, the past month, whenever, um, just think about, remember the love that you experienced with that part, with that person, you know, with your family member, with your loved one, that there was love. Think about the happy memories, that the love is still and always existing between you guys, no matter where they are. You know, if you believe that they're in heaven, um, love is there. Keep that love going. And we just pray for comfort of the hearts of you and your family. And let's love each other. And this is Cross Culture. Cross Culture, baby. I do want to give everybody a quick heads up, though. I ain't going to lie to y'all. We're going to take two weeks off coming up soon. Oh, for, true. You know it's the holidays coming for, out. For Christmas we and New Year's. I'm just like, damn, you know, at least this time I ain't gonna, we ain't going to do y'all with the just no episode. True, 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 true. I'm going to just true. let y'all know, prepare yourselves. Christmas Eve. New Year's, that whole weekend, we ain't going to get y'all no episode. We not. But, of course, we're going to be back, you know. You, you know. Bigger and better know. than ever for 2022. Because, you of know. Course, of course. But, y'all, this is Cross Culture. Continue to tune in. Listen to us. Follow. Subscribe. Share. Okay? We listen to some old episodes. See what we were doing there. Listen, look at the growth. Look at the growth. Yes, the growth. now. We are always entertaining. Exactly. Because this is Cross, cross Culture. Cross Culture, baby.